And to Jesus be the glory and the honor and the praise. And the people said, Amen. And a great day. And Chad is back. Happy to be back. I'm so glad he's thank back. You. Well, you know, he's been traveling to the Arab world. I'm just so glad to see him again. Love you, sir. A precious heart right here. Listen, today we are going to talk about the prayer that contains every possible desire of the human heart. And I'm glad that I have someone to talk to right here because, see, I want you to ask me questions about this. Because when we think about the Lord's Prayer, what is called the Lord's Prayer really is not the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer is John 17. That's what he prayed. What the Lord is giving us here uh, is like a roadmap. And it's powerful because, because it's a revelation of God and God's will for us and through us. So, when the Lord said in Matthew, he said, pray after this manner. <clears throat> okay? So, in fact, let's go, Chad, let's go to Matthew 6, okay? And you're going to read for us beginning at verse 9, and I want to stop you here and there if you don't mind. Sure. But let's begin reading this beautiful revelation of what prayer is really all about. You know, when I grew up and when you grew up, and when many of us grew up, we would pray the Lord's Prayer. Every day. In school every day, you know. But, you know, we didn't have the knowledge of what the Lord at that time. We didn't have the knowledge of what the Lord was trying to show us. So let's begin. Okay. Yes, sir. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. Yeah. After this manner, therefore pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Let's keep, let's finish it. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Ten revelations in this prayer. Wow. How many? Ten. Ten. Okay. Let's begin with the first one. And I'm loving it already. Me too. <laughs> Our Father. Our Father means relationship. Our Father. Uh, our Father. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Our Father. Relationship. Amen. He didn't just say Father. He said pray our Father. Wow. Okay? So the Jewish people in the Old Covenant called Father only twice. Only twice in the entire Old Covenant wow. is, the, is the word mentioned. Isaiah 64, 8 and Jeremiah three nineteen are the only places in the whole Old Testament where it says Father. I had no idea. Yeah, and wow. that, it shows you. Because they did not know him as Father in the Old Covenant. It was a, a distant revelation to only two men. Only two men, Isaiah and Jeremiah. So in John 8, 42, the Lord said something powerful. Okay? So let's read that. And he was talking to the people of, of Israel to show you they had no knowledge of God as Father. Mm -hmm. Because he said what to them? If God were your father, you would love me. You would love me. Uh -huh. Which means they didn't know him. Otherwise, they would have accepted Jesus. Wow. The very fact they rejected the Lord is because they didn't know God as father. They had no relationship. They had no relationship with God Almighty. Wow. All right. So wow. this is important. Romans 8.15, please. And Galatians 4.6. Hmm. What does that say to us? Okay, let's, let's, let's read it. Yes, sir. Romans 8.15. Yeah. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, 
but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Which means it's only possible by the Holy Spirit. We cannot have a relationship with God without him. That's why the whole nation of Israel was not filled with the Holy Spirit back then. Mm -hmm. They didn't know him as Father. And Jesus was saying, had you known him as Father, meaning you had the Holy Spirit, you would love me. Mm. That's a powerful statement. Wow. Okay? Galatians 4, 6 is another one that's only by the Holy Spirit can we call him Father. It says what? Galatians 4, 6. And because ye are sons, God hath sent forth the Spirit of his Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Abba Father. Father. That's it. Beautiful. So relationship. Without right relationship, there's no way we can pray or even be heard. Wow. So this is frankly the greatest, the greatest secret of all prayer. So the foundation of prayer. The foundation of prayer. And the, and, the, and the secret of all prayer is relationship. Relationship. Okay? It's hard so, to hold because, to because God will not hear. God will not hear. I know this is going to get me in trouble, but God does not hear unbelievers. He only hears his children. The only prayer God, you're almost about to cry. That's why we all, we, 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 we all love him. The only prayer that God will hear from a sinner is forgive me, Lord. I need Jesus. Come into my heart. But he hears the prayer of the righteous, it says. Okay? The righteous cry and the Lord hears that. And people won't like to hear that, but just I'm just giving you the Bible, so go check your Bible. So, that is so important because God cannot hear and will not hear people living in sin. Yeah. Because it says in Psalm 66, 18, what? If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Mm. And, you know what it says? Yeah. You want to you wanna just quickly read that? You said it word for word. I love it. <laughs> if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will and not hear me. And the unbelievers out there, that's all they do is they regard iniquity yeah. in their heart. Okay, so number one. Number two secret. Number two secret is which art in heaven. Now, this is very important. That means rights. Citizenship rights. What Jesus was saying to us is, the second you say which art in heaven, you're saying that God Almighty not only is in heaven, but you can talk to him in heaven. You have earthly rights to connect with heaven. Wow. It gives us rights there. Our Father, which art in heaven, meaning heaven is listening to my prayer, making me what? A citizen of heaven. Heaven doesn't listen to prayers without that person being connected to heaven. Hmm. So this speaks about citizenship. We know our rights. The chi- every child of God has to recognize the source of all blessings come from heaven. Right. Yes. Okay? So, and who is in heaven? The Lord. Yeah. So we say, like David, who do I have in heaven but you, Lord? Oh. I have no one in, in, in heaven but you. And the minute you say, Father, which art in heaven, you declare at that moment that you are a heavenly citizen, otherwise you can't talk to him. Oh. You didn't say, Father, which art on earth. Right. Father, who art in heaven. Right. Which art in heaven. I have rights to talk to you. I have rights to ask and rights to receive. I am a citizen of heaven. 
So it says in Philippians 3, 20 and 21, which I'm sure you all know, but it'll be good to read it, that our citizenship is in heaven. Yes. And when Jesus was saying, say, our Father which art in heaven, he was saying, remember your citizenship. So it says what? For our conversation or citizenship is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. If you have any questions to ask me, feel free. I do. I, I just love. I just love what you said. About, First, you established this is about relationship. Yeah, with the yeah. Lord. He is our Father, and He is in heaven. And I immediately thought of the Scripture: Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father yeah, of lights, because we have the rights to receive them. Amazing. So it's our Father. I have a relationship with you. It's because they didn't say His Father or or just Father. Our Father relationship. And number two, I have rights to say. In heaven, because I'm a heavenly citizen. And number three is powerful. Hallowed be thy name. So, worship, adoration, praise should always come before petition. He said again. Worship, adoration, and praise comes before petition. If we ask before we worship, we'll never be heard. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We won't receive. Wow. So we always begin with, you are God Almighty. Look, look at the prayers of the, of the Bible. Lord, you are God. Yeah. That's what they said. Yeah. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And they always began with praising him and acknowledging who he is wow. by giving him his place of honor. And then petition came. Then prayer began. In most cases, people just don't begin with worship. Lord, I need this. Yeah, but mm. who is he? Recognize him. Mm. I'm giving you secrets, secrets yeah. to seeing your prayers answered. Yeah, I never have forgotten that piece of advice you shared with the world, but I remember when you shared it with me. Chad, if you move God's heart, he'll move his hand. Oh, absolutely. I never forgot if you that. Oh, if you move his heart first, you'll, or you'll always move his hand. Mm. I will never forget a young lady who came to the crusade. Uh, she was a pastor's daughter. She was in her 20s. And I, if, if I recall, she had cancer or a disease like that. And she prayed on the platform. And she said, Lord, I'm not looking for your hand. I want your face. God healed her like that. I'm not looking for your hand. I want, I want you. I want your face. And the power of God hit her on that platform. That was a very moving moment for me. Las Vegas, Nevada. Wow. That was a very moving moment for me. Hallowed be thy name. So, this is key. And I, I want you to remember. Relationship, citizenship, worship. Wow. These are the first three keys that can get you into the presence of God. And then, number four, thy kingdom come. Now, thy kingdom come means, Lord, you're first. I put you first. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. Thy kingdom come means, Lord, 
the, the, the coming of your kingdom is first in my life. You are above all. So you're my father, I have a relationship with you. Okay? I'm a citizen, and I worship you, and you're first in my life. Wow. You, are, you are all in all. Thy kingdom come, not my kingdom, not somebody else's kingdom, your kingdom come. And when we say, and when we say, this is really because one follows the other. And the, and the, and the Lord years ago, years ago gave me a great revelation. Relationship, citizenship, worship, and putting God first brings destruction to Satan's kingdom. Because when we say thy kingdom come, we're actually saying, Lord, destroy his, his kingdom. Destroy the devil's kingdom. Wow. Because the coming of the kingdom of God into my life and through my life means that the destruction of the satanic. Isn't that what Jesus talked about in Matthew 12? About when the strong man is, yeah. is defeated by one who's stronger. Mm -hmm. So keep all that in mind. Yeah. And this is really quite simple, and I want you to teach it in the Arab world. Yes, sir. I give you rights when you go back to the... <laughs> it's actually going the next few days. When you go back to all those wonderful places God has opened for you, teach it. Sir. Relationship, citizenship, Worship, and Lord, you are first. Yeah. Your kingdom come. Are you listening to this, Lucas? Are you enjoying it, brother? Yes, sir. Of course you are. Of course. Now, we go to number five. Thy will be done. Thy will be done means I agree with you. I'm in agreement with your revealed will. But for me to know your revealed will... I have to understand there is a secret will and a permissive will that I cannot know. Mm. I cannot know the secret. Deuteronomy 29, 29 says the secret thing belongs to God, right? Yes. Yeah. And also, you remember Romans 9, 19, Paul talks about who has resisted his will. Mm. Well, that's God's secret will because it cannot be known. There is a permissive will, which we can talk about later. But it's the revealed will. We agree with his revealed will. I cannot agree with, with his revealed will unless I know it. Wow. And, he, and what, what, what is the revealed will? It's his word. And this is the confidence we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, revealed, will in his word, he'll do it. And once we know he'll do it because he promised it, then we'll receive it. That is jam-packed. Huh? is jam-packed, everything you just said. This is the confidence we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, this is in First John, he hears us. How does one discover that revealed will? Through his, through his word. His revealed will, without knowing the Bible, we won't know it. Mm. So what, what Jesus is saying is, know it before you pray it. Mm. So, relationship, our Father, right. citizenship in heaven, mm. and then we worship him. Yeah. And then we say, you're first in my life, 
But after that, this is very, very important. Thy will be done. And thy will be done when, when, when the Lord said, pray that. He said, you have to know it before you pray it. How would you know it? Unless you know his word. Without the word, prayer will not work. Without relationship, it will not work. Without citizenship, it will not work. I just give you the, the and they're all built one on, on the on the on the other. Okay. Right. Yeah. Without God being first, it's not going to work, and on and on. So now, your will be done. I agree, Lord, with your will. I don't agree with anything else. I know your will, and I agree with it. But it has to be revealed, and God's word reveals His will. Let's go to Romans twelve two. We may go over time a little bit today, but this is good stuff. Yes, sir. Yay! Okay. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect, yeah. and perfect will of well, God. Well, but you, you got to renew your mind through the Word. That's awesome. That's through the Word you can renew your mind. And David, if you go to the Old Covenant, he knew how to touch the heart of God. In Psalm 119, let's go to it. Look at verse 27 and verse 33 and verse 36. He knew to say, Lord, according to your word, wow. your statutes. Okay, let's just read them. Psalm 119, verse wow. 20, 27. Make me to understand the way of thy precepts, so shall I talk of thy wondrous works. Yeah, so I cannot talk of your wondrous works without knowing your word. How about verse 33? Teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I shall keep it unto the end. The, he, he knew the power, didn't he? Right. The word, the word, the word. How about verse 36? This one's powerful. Yeah. Incline my heart unto thy testimonies and not to covetousness. And that's it. Wow. So that when we say your will be done, we are praying according to his revealed will. Okay. So, relationship, worship. You put God in God's interest before you, He's number one. And 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 then you go from uh let's just go through them again. Number yeah. one, relationship, number two, citizenship, number three, worship, number four, Lord, you're number one in my life. And then number five, I agree with you with your with your will. Wow. So let's let's look at something else. And 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 this is something very beautiful. Now we, we move to, to another beautiful uh, revelation. Give us this day our daily bread is request number six, basically. It's, it, or, sorry, revelation num number six. Revelation number six is give us this day our daily bread because what we're saying to God is, Lord, I cannot ask anything for myself till I acknowledge who you are. Hmm. I acknowledge you are, you are my heavenly father. I acknowledge I'm a citizen because of you, Lord. I acknowledge that you are to be worshiped. I acknowledge you are number one. And I acknowledge that your word is true for me to agree with it. Right. And now, Lord, I have a request. Give me my bread. 
And what I'm acknowledging here is my total dependence. My dependence for daily sustenance is on you, Lord. I have nowhere else to go. So God wants us to tell him the details. You know what it says in Philippians 4, 6. You, you all remember, but let's just read it. Yes, sir. It says what? Philippians 4, 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. But you can't make those requests till I told you what the, what the Lord Jesus said you have to do. Right. I, ho- I hope you're writing all this down, sweet people. Yeah. And, and you're taking notes, I hope. I am. Well, make sure to Split preach screen it. right here. Okay. And now we go to number seven. Forgive us our debts as we forgive. So, confession of sin and forgiveness are key here. You're not going to get any response from God when you say, give me my daily bread if you don't, forg- if you don't confess your sin and, and forgive those who have, who have also sinned against you. You know, say it. Forgive us our debts as, as. we forgive our debtors. Yeah. Well, can you yeah. talk about Very. that, so the importance of forgiveness? Confession of sin and forgiving others goes really far in getting answers to prayer. Because once I do what i just been repeating over and over and over, and you say, Lord, now I acknowledge that I depend on you totally, even for my daily bread. Now, Lord, I confess I'm a sinner, and I forgive those who sin against me too. You just said forgiveness and confession go really close they go, go far, hand in hand. go yeah, hand in and hand, they go to getting your prayers answered. All right, yeah. So does that heard mean, and answered. heard and answered? Yeah. So that must mean, if we do not forgive our neighbor and our brothers, that it's like an be. iron ceiling above our head. Winston News was a mighty man of God in Canada, and he told me one time one one thing so powerful. This man was one of the greatest Bible teachers I've ever heard in my young days. He said there are two sins God will not forgive, not just one. I said what? He said there's two sins. Blasphemy against the Holy Spirit and unforgiveness. <laughs> That's intense. if we don't forgive, He won't forgive us. He said there are two sins God will not forgive. Wow. Blasphemy against the Holy Spirit and when we don't forgive, He won't forgive us. And that was powerful. I'll never forget that. It stuck in my head all those years. Right. It's right there. A few verses later, in yeah. verse fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And Jesus said, if we don't forgive, in Matthew eighteen, we'll be given over to the tormentors. Uh, the tormentors. Wow. Okay. Now, let's keep going because we're almost out of time. And I know this is marvelous. Number eight, lead us not into temptations. What we're saying here is, Lord, prevent me from repeating that sin I just asked forgiveness for. Prevention. Prevention. Lead us not into temptation. Lord, don't let me repeat it. I already confessed it. I want to be free from it. So when we say lead us not into temptation, it, it means... What I just asked you to forgive me, I don't want to go and do it again. Yeah. So I have to come back and confess it again. That is deliverance from sin. Mm. So we confess our sin, but when we say, lead us not into temptation, we're asking for deliverance from sin. Mm. Isn't that beautiful? Yes, sir. Yeah, that God will prevent it. We're asking for deliverance. We're asking for deliverance from the power of sin. 
Number nine, and deliver us from the evil one. Deliver us from evil, or that word evil is evil one, right. the evil one. Now, what is, what, what is the key about this one? Give me the power to resist him. Give me the power to say no. Yeah. I'm not going to follow you there. And then, and this is, of course, James 4, 7, and yeah. 1 Peter 5, 8, and 9, that talks about resisting the devil. And number 10, for thine is the kingdom. Power and glory. And what is that? We, we, we close it with praise and worship. Wow. Real prayer opens and closes with praise and worship. So here are the 10. Are you ready to write them down? Yes, number sir. one, relationship. Number two, citizenship. Number three, worship. Number four, you're first in my life. Number five, I agree with your word. And for that to happen, I have to know it. <laughs> number six, give us this day. I depend on you for my bread and sustenance. Number seven, forgive us our debts. And, and the minute we, we say, forgive us our debt, and I didn't have time to show you this from the Old Covenant, we take hold of God with those words. Mm. Forgive as I forgive. We got hold of them. You know, Isaiah talked about that none is taking hold of me because they're all living in sin. Anyway. Number eight, lead us not. Deliver us from the sin that we have to forgive so we don't have, we have to go back and do it again. Number nine, and from the evil one, so I can resist him. And then, Lord, I praise you for thine is the kingdom, Father God. Hallelujah! I'm done with the teaching. And you, sweet people, share this with your friends and your loved ones. And, Lord, we thank you for Come on, let's lift our hands and yes. take it. We thank you for your wonderful word. To you belongs the glory. To you belongs the praise. You are our precious Heavenly Father, our wonderful, wonderful Jesus. Oh, hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Well, precious people of God, it's time to sow seed in the work of the Lord. This week, we have a conference in, uh, in Dallas. It will be powerful. I go from there to, uh, in fact, I, I stay in, in Texas and I preach. So we go, I go from my conference to preach for my nephew. And uh, then I'm on, on Daystar on Monday uh, for their telethon. So awesome. it's going to be a great, busy, busy week. And you go, I think, next week to Iraq. To Iraq. Yeah. So pray for yeah. Chad as he travels again to Iraq. And then you go from there to London yes, sir. to preach at an Arabic Minister, for the Arabs yeah. in London. Yeah. So it's precious what God is doing. Listen, sow your seed today and see what God will do. You know, we are, I've been telling you, we're, we're about to see peace between the Saudis and Israel. Yeah. And there's a lot on the, on, the, on the news about that. I was just watching today one other thing on the uh, reading, I should say, today in the Post from Jerusalem. Uh, the, the Minister of Tourism of Israel went to Saudi Arabia already. And now another high official is going to Saudi Arabia. Amazing. So there's things already in the making. <laughs> Once that happens, revival will hit the church. And yes. yay! Yes. And once revival hits the church, yes. it's going to bring three things. Evangelism, miracles, prosperity. Wow. I believe we're, we're about, because see what happens in that part of the, of the world affects the whole world. Absolutely. 
the church and the world. And, and you will not see the wealth transfer that God has promised without sowing seed today to prove yourself faithful to receive it. It's, the, it's a faithful man will abound, will see blessing. A faithful man today will see plenty coming. So we are going to see prosperity on a scale unseen in church history because we saw that in, the, in, in, in Bible days when Israel came out of Egypt. What happened then? Well, same thing is going to happen now. Salvation, miracles, prosperity. Book of Acts, the same thing. Salvation, miracles, prosperity. Mm-hmm. And you see it right in every chapter. They, first, it says they were saved. Then they were healed. Then they prospered, not lacked among them. It's right there, one after another. That's what's, what is coming. And I will tell you, all your loved ones will be saved. Amen. You believe for yours too. Yes, sir. And me too. And, mm-hmm. and you too. All our loved ones will be saved. And everyone will be healed. There will be no sick people in the church with that revival. Amen. And thirdly, all will prosper. Amen. But it, it's going to be a quick one. It's going to be a quick move of God. This will not be a long move. This will happen fast. Wow. Because he said, I'll do a quick work in the last days. And then the coming of the Lord. And, and down, down the, lo- uh, the road, I'm going to talk to you about the dangers of AI, hmm. artificial intelligence, and what that could, could bring prophetically to the world. Wow. But we'll talk about that later. But, but before we see dark days, we're going to see bright days. Yeah. But we have to sow for them right now. I want to ask you to sow seed today and trust God today for your future. Okay, you can sow on the platform you're watching me on. You can go to our website, benihin.org, or simply text BHM45777. And see you tomorrow for another powerful day. Love you. Bye-bye. Benny Hen Ministries has stayed on the cutting edge for the past five decades. The Lord made it clear that keeping and storing all archives and resources should be a top priority. Thus far, we've rescued and digitized 10,500 of the 13,437 tapes from the past half century. Pastor Benny's legacy, life's work, calling and anointing will be preserved for generations yet to come. Nearly 50 years ago, this great adventure known as Benny Hen Ministries began with one voice. Today, that one voice continues to be amplified over and over through every possible means. What happens next will be the greatest blessing of all. Isn't it wonderful what the Lord has done? And to Jesus be all the glory. I wanted to show you this beautiful report about the digitizing of thousands and thousands of hours already of the great meetings from the past. Because we want to keep them for our children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. So we need your help still. So thank you, thank you. I just wanted to show you that your money is doing the job. What you gave in the past is really making it happen. But let's keep doing it for the Lord, please. This is for His glory because now it can go to every nation on earth in every language on earth because of your help. All right, you can give right now on the platform you're watching me on. You can go to our website, benihim.org, or you can simply text BHM45777. So thank you for loving, thank you for giving, and let's keep glorifying our wonderful Savior. Much love to you. Thanks again.